Welcome back to Unless You Ask with me, Kevin Chung, uh, with me today. Very special guest, Baltimore native, husband, and the best person to ask to take a photo of you for Instagram. It's Tony Shapiro Bay. Tony, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Uh, I think my wife would still say that last comment or compliment was up for debate, <laughs> but <laughs> I think many of the friends will agree with you. Uh, yeah. So happy to be I've here. I've you in action. <laughs> You know, I try. I try. I had a lot of practice, a lot of, uh, I should say, negative reinforcement. <laughs> uh, so working again. on like getting it perfected, you know, <laughs> gram by gram, per se. Yeah, if you're, if, you're, if you're not there, then I don't know who is. Yeah. Um, so for the, uh, the folks at home listening who maybe don't know who you are, Tony, why don't you uh, just introduce yourself, maybe talk about how you and I know each other. Yeah, so as you said, Tony from Baltimore, uh, we, Kevin and I know each other because my wife, his girlfriend, uh, went to college together, studying abroad together. Um, Kevin was newly introduced to us and he's been a great addition, great guy. So ever since he moved to New York, we've been trying to spend more and more time with him, getting to know him. So I actually came to your apartment what last week or the weekend before yeah last? like two weekends ago yeah yeah and you know i've heard you know previous episodes and i was like well i'll, I'll get on there i don't know what the hell i'll talk about but <laughs> <laughs> yes before this uh tony and i were i asked him like oh what's your like kind of podcast repertoire and not i don't want to spoil what the topic is quite yet but uh <laughs> it's it's pretty focused i would say it's very focused Yes. Uh, so without, uh, without further ado, what, uh, what did you end up uh, landing on as far as what you wanted to talk about with me? So, you know, I felt very inspired by my good friend, Rachel, who was on here previously talking about her Korean soaps. Yes. And I was like, what is the most niche thing that I'm really into? And, you know, I think many people who know me personally... We'll know this topic and will not be a surprise, but I am an avid, diehard Real Housewives watcher. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, yes, this is a topic that I have zero experience with, more or less. I don't think I've ever even seen, like, part of an episode uh, of Real Housewives. I've probably seen, like, commercials. You're missing out. I, I did do a small amount of research uh, for for this, and I'm very excited to learn more and and see what uh, what I'm missing out on, basically. Well, you have three reactions, like, holy shit, how come I haven't been watching this? Holy shit, these people are stupid. <laughs> holy shit, this is way too anxious for me to even watch. I don't even know how people watch this. <laughs> <laughs> those, all, those all seem like uh, like you're shocked. Like no one, no one watches it, and it's just like, oh, that was okay. It's like you have to have a reaction. You're going to have a reaction. <laughs> so before we we dive in too deep, how much Real Housewives do you think you've uh, watched in terms of like number of seasons? I don't even know how many there are really, but so what's your background? You know, right before the podcast started, I was trying to do a little research because I always try to. I don't know, make things meaningful somehow. So I saw that this was like episode 17. And I was like, all right, how long has it been since the Housewives have been on? I think it's actually been 16 years or 16 years since the idea of it has been pitched, but 15 years on air. 
Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the formative part portion of our lives, to be sure. <laughs> the yeah. last 15 years. So, wait, what was your original question? Like, what, uh, how much of that time have you actually, how much of the whole Housewives catalog have you consumed? So, I think I've consumed every city, probably <laughs> almost every season. Oh, my gosh. Um, and sometimes when I'm bored and I've ran out of normal shows, you know, like the Ozarks, the Game of Thrones of the world, yeah. I might just go stumble back and watch a, a repeat just to, like, laugh or something. So See the favorites. I, I, I know pretty much everything that has happened. It's kind of sad. Um, a <laughs> hey, for too... this podcast, it's not. It's impressive. <laughs> a little too invested, I should say. <laughs> All right. Well, we're talking to the right person. Um, okay. So let's say for, for someone like me who, uh, who has never watched Real Housewives, uh, what is sort of the, the general format, formula? What, what is the show about? So when it really got its start, it was supposed to be the real lives of women who lived very luxurious lives, who had, you know, extreme income, and it wanted to document their day-to-day interactions with their family, friends, shopping, trips, or whatever. Um, That's the gist of it. You know, over time, it's been sort of molded and shifted in different directions. Um, And it's been kind of interesting to watch the journey of the seasons across the cities throughout the cultural shifts in the world and also like the political shifts in the world and seeing how Mm -hmm. they are reacting to it. But really, it's about, you know, well-to-do women who are supposedly doing great things. <laughs> awesome. Um, so do you remember how you first were exposed to it and like what, what made you want to watch it at like the very beginning? I thought about this. Um, and I remember watching the real world and knowing that there was something so enjoyable about watching an ensemble cast. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the different personalities, the tension in the room, the dynamics of people. Um, and it's, it's a really good, um, almost if you think about it from like a scientific perspective, it's a really good like study group or not study group, but what's the thing, like a focus group? No, something yeah, like yeah. that. And you're just like seeing what would happen if people who actually didn't like each other were stuck in a situation and how it would play out. Um, And I sort of watched that for a while. And then at some point, I forget how I watched the first episode, but I think it might have been The Real Housewives of Atlanta. uh, Just because there wasn't like a lot of black television at that time and... I was already into reality TV from the real world, so I think it was a sort of natural progression. And then once I watched Atlanta, it sort of spewed over to all the other cities. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so your your entry point was the Real Housewives of Atlanta, but then you you went back or you like went forward and watched a bunch of the other stuff too. Yeah, because I think Atlanta might have been city number three or four. Okay. And I 
think like Orange County or something was like before that. Got it. Yeah. So yeah, that, that touches on another point, which is that housewives is kind of about, uh, not just the women, but also a little bit about like the city that it's, uh, filmed in. Right. So they've done a bunch of different seasons across a bunch of different, not now even like different countries, but a bunch of cities in the U S as well. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you feel like when you watch, uh, a season in a specific area or whatever that you're actually getting like a sense of what that place is like, or is it like they're so wealthy removed from like the actual city that you don't even get a sense of like what the, you know, the actual city's like, you know, it's, it's tough because I can say yes and no. I think yeah. majority of them will depict it fairly accurately um, I would say, like, if you think about, like, New York City. New York City Housewives yeah. has been on for X amount of years. It's been a predominantly white cast. Um, everyone knows that New York City is, like, one of the mo- most diverse places in America. So, like, mm-hmm. you expect there to be some people of color existing on the fr- like on that specific sh- uh, city. And then, actually, up until this year, this season, there's been a person of color added to the cast. Actually, two. Um, so I think the franchise in itself, from a diversification standpoint, has starting to realize that they need to depict the people better. Yeah. But as far as like the cultural events and or things that they highlight in the show seem pretty accurate to the area. Got it. Yeah. So, yeah, you've you've alluded to this a couple times, but it sounds like Housewives is uh, has had to kind of evolve as a show, or in just uh, in kind of their casting, especially uh, to respond to you know uh, the current, or I guess like more modern thinking about diversity and about inclusion and about how we represent people in in television, especially uh, like mainstream. This is on like Bravo, millions and millions of people watching Housewives. So um, I guess what, how have you seen the show kind of uh, succeed or, or in some cases not succeed at, at kind of trying to do that? So it's, 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 it's a really good question, especially for the shows that are on this year. Um, I'll say mm-hmm. New York has diversified the cast. Beverly Hills has diversified their cast and also, I believe, Dallas. And so these were three franchises that were predominantly white. I think Dallas added a a Chinese lady. Uh, Beverly Hills added a black and Chinese lady. And then New York added two black women. And so it's, Mm -hmm. it's... I think they've done well with into like finding a new mix of people. <laughs> it's it's mm-hmm. less about the sh- the show recruiting people and more about how the cast may so interact with each other. So if, 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 if you were an avid watcher and like you like follow some of the Instagram accounts, all you're seeing is like people like, I don't want to talk about race and politics on my housewives. Get this off my <laughs> TV. And, Wow, because yeah. you know it, it, it's people confronting like real things and talking about real issues, but it's 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 a little interesting to watch the dialogue happen, mm-hmm. and you know like me, I'm like hoping that like this is an opportunity for people to see have 
like watch two people have difficult conversations and hopefully have some resolve. And so far they've been able to. Yeah. Got it. So not only is it fans on Instagram or just like in the comments of, uh, you know, wherever talking amongst each other, but it's also like in the show themselves in the show itself, the housewives are having more like, uh, conversations related to race, related to like pl- politics, and that kind I of mean, thing. I mean, they're literally going at it. Like, uh, if I take one example, <laughs> right? So on, on, on Dallas, one of the castmates yeah. had this whole thing where she was on Instagram maybe like five years ago, and she made this video and you know she's a white lady and she was like oh my squinty eyes i'm so like blah 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 and she got a lot of flack for it and she like went into this deep depression and was like went into commit suicide really dark shit and then you know that's uh, following that video they introduced this new you know chinese housewife tiffany and you see the woman who had posted this, you know, like questionable video on social media have a very hard time connecting with Tiffany because she had so much guilt and shame in what she did. And it's sort of, mm. you watch that tension between the two of them play out where, you know, like the white lady was like, I know she probably hates me because of what I did. And Tiffany's like, girl, I don't hate you. Like, mm-hmm. I, I understand like you like fucked up and, and it was just like really interesting that they 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 were just having all these preconceived notions coming ahead, but yeah, it it I, they kind of got to a point where they were able to resolve things, but then like other things play out. So like they go to like a Chinese restaurant, there's dim sum and eating chicken feet, and like <laughs> there's there's this whole thing about eating chicken feet. Um, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that I mean that's that's like classic not only television but just any any time you want to bring your like white friends or just people who don't know about dim sum to dim sum, the chicken feet's kind of just like a silly like rite of passage. Some people really like it, you know, if you like it, get it, but I feel like it's it's definitely like a an attempt to kind of get a reaction out of someone who's like not familiar with it. Oh, for sure. And she was definitely getting a reaction, but she was like hoping they would be more cool about it. And then it turned into <laughs> this whole thing about being like Tiffany being racist to her own kind. And she's like, what are you talking yeah. about, girl? I'm Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, what is happening? Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, so to good stuff, give... you know, rich content. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, Walk me through some of the uh, some of the like kind of extravagant uh, like very uh, t- like high society kind of things they're doing in some of the shows. Like, has there been anything that's blown you away? Like, wow, I'd, uh, I'm surprised that money could buy that, or like, <laughs> you know, what what are the what what's the actual like lifestyle like when you're when you're a really rich housewife? I mean, I think the one city that obviously splurges the most. I'll let you guess. So I'll give you a list. The city? I'll give you a list. Okay, perfect. I love this. (laughs) Okay. So we have Potomac. We have New York City. We have Dallas. We have Beverly Hills and Atlanta. Who do you think explurges the most? Uh, Maybe Beverly Hills. And you're exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) So there's been 
ridiculous things like someone had a whole episode about how she spent $25,000 on a pair of sunglasses. <laughs> or somebody was like at a dinner once and she was on Postmates and she realized <laughs> there was a place nearby that had a Rolex that she wanted. So she Postmates a Rolex. <laughs> I'm surprised that that like really wealthy people use Postmates. Yeah, That's I was like, all, wait, that can you actually like... Postmate that? I feel like if yeah. I was a Postmate driver, I'm like, I'm piecing out with this goddamn <laughs> Rolex. That feels a little bit like product placement for Postmates. Like, I feel like they had her like download the app beforehand, like so that so that. And I wouldn't Postmates be surprised. Would clout. I yeah. would not be surprised. I mean, wow. that show is complete. Like, they have a hundred percent like glam teams, private jets. Right, yeah. The whole nine yards, you know. Yeah, wow. So, uh, you know, I think some people may be turned off by, by watching uh, that kind of thing, but like like watching people spend money kind of frivolously, but how, I guess, what what's like the main source of entertainment or like what keeps you engaged uh, when they're doing things like spending $25,000 on sunglasses? Is it is it to see like... You know, what are the, some of the cool things like that are in their houses? What do their cars look like? Or is it more like the interpersonal, um, like, characters, quote unquote, like, talking to each other? I honestly only care about the, like, interpersonal conversation and dialogues. Got it. Like, that's the only thing that, like, I don't care about, like, their wealth per se. But, like, it is nice to see, like, a nice home and, like, how they decorate it. Who has cool style because, you know, like. Melissa and I, we like to, like, have a nice home, you know, like... Yeah. Like, if we were rich, would we live in that house? No, that looks disgusting, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Things like that, but most of the time, I'm looking at it to see, like, how a conflict is going to resolve, how intense is it going to get, you know, what what is something that someone's going to say that's going to, like, push it over the edge? And a part of it is, like, I kind of, as a viewer, as the... I should say, as the character they're playing or the person they're portraying on the show, I kind of know who they are. So I, I, I play a game where I try to guess what they're going to do or guess what they're going to say oh, yeah. and see if it happens. <laughs> yeah. You've seen enough Housewives that you like recognize the patterns. You're like, yep. this, is, this is counting down to like a big blow up or like something like that. Yep. Or, <laughs> or like so much so like, oh, this person's only going to last one season or oh, mm-hmm. they have great potential. Like they just need something to happen. so uh i want to talk about some specific housewives when you say like someone has great potential or like you know you there's there's specific uh people who you feel like fill the role really well who are some uh some people that you love to watch basically Mm. i mean the big names are the big names for a reason like i don't know any of the big names so (laughs) So, like, when NeNe Leakes was on the show, NeNe Leakes in her prime before, like, you know, it kind of started going sour. You know, like, she was great. She was funny. She yeah. had good comebacks. She will get into arguments. And it was more of, like, an entertainment flow. Mm-hmm. Um, that's on Atlanta. Okay. Uh, on, I'll just go and say, like, on, on, each, on some of the yeah. cities. On New yeah. Jersey, New Jersey's a funny one because... I think they've been consistently a pretty strong cast. And I kind of like the people who everyone ends up hating. <laughs> Got it. 
<laughs> because you, you know you you've probably been on like Instagram lately. They're like this person. They knew the assignment and they like delivered. You know. Yeah. And so like, there's this one chick on Jersey named Jennifer. Like, very problematic. Says like ridiculous stuff. Mm-hmm. But she's great for the show. She like knows yeah. what to say. She knows she has good comebacks. You're just like, yeah. oh, you, you're with it there. Um, got it. Got it. It's 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 mostly about being able to keep up with the pace. Got it. So the yeah. people that you you find the most engaging are the people who like can always like have something to say. They like contribute. They get a lot of screen time. That kind of thing. Like that's yeah. what makes a good housewife. <laughs> I think so. Or or some of them who like there there's people who like actually know each other and they oh, can kind of be like a a storyteller. Like cool. I know what's going on here. This is what's yeah. happening. <laughs> they're like an audience audience. Yeah. Story. They're like filling yeah, yeah. you in like like a narrator. Right. They're like gossiping with you like on <laughs> like in the back while while some things going down. Um wow, okay, cool. That's that's very interesting. Do you want to keep going through more of the cities? Do you have more favorites? Mm, I mean, really Potomac, which is when you asked me the question earlier about do you think the cities represent where they're from? That's probably right. the one that does not represent where it's from. Because <laughs> it's the least representative of the Potomac. Yeah, I don't. Potomac, to be honest with you, I don't know where the Potomac or like what where Potomac is. So Potomac is in Maryland. Okay, Re- got it, got it. like probably like. 25 minutes from the District of Columbia. Okay. Uh, it's predominant. I, I think it's predominantly white. Um, and it's, it is a wealthy neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But the entire cast of Potomac is either like black or of mixed race. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're, they're, they're all like ambiguous looking in a way, but they all mostly identify as black. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know, and I don't think they any of them live in actual Potomac. So it's funny it. that they landed on Potomac and not like Bethesda, where most right. of them probably actually live. <laughs> right. Why? Why Potomac? Yeah. Um. So so who from the Potomac do you uh, do you? So like it's funny. Watch? There are two top contenders. You have Giselle, and then you have Karen. You know, there are people who watch the show who are like split like oh team giselle oh team karen got it karen is so delusional (laughs) and she literally thinks she is i don't know like the most important self-absorbed person she's she's just a hoot that's the only (laughs) way you can like describe her yeah, you know she she comes on the show. She's she's married to this guy who owns an IT company, and she calls him the, like the Black Bill Gates, <laughs> you know. <Got> it. <laughs> but he's like nowhere close to like Bill Gates' wealth. But he actually is like a wealthy black male still. Yeah. So you know, kudos to them. And then Giselle, <laughs> she's she, I think she knows her role and she knows what she's doing. And I and I kind of like that she's like, people hate that like, on these shows like oh you're you're bringing in like my business like I didn't introduce that to the show you're being messy like this is not mm-hmm. for the show you're trying mm-hmm. to like tear down my family sort of stuff, mm-hmm. and I think she is willing to like bring out 
you know, people's dark secrets that they don't want to be exposed. <laughs> so, like, as a viewer, like, I'm here to, like, witness it. Pure, yeah, pure then, entertainment for you. Yeah, it's pure entertainment. So <laughs> why not just, like, get into it if you're going to be on this show? You're signing right. up for your reality. And for, yeah, you can't, you can't hide anything from Real Housewives once you're on there, right? Because a Giselle type is going to bust it out. And each 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 friend each city kind of has one of those people. Got it. Cool. I think they that's a part of their recipe of casting a, a group. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, great. Well, I feel like I understand uh, a lot of the groundwork for Housewives. <laughs> so why don't we take a quick break, and then uh, when we come back, we'll keep talking about uh, you know what the show has to offer. Cool. Welcome back. We're back from the break. Uh, Tony and I talking about Real Housewives all over the world. Um, Tony, so my next question about is, is about uh, some of the stuff you just talked about, how there's certain characters. How scripted do you think the Real Housewives is versus it just kind of being reality? This is how I explain it to people. It's scripted in the way that it creates scenes or encounters it's reality and how people respond in those scenes or encounters <laughs> so that obviously like you know yeah. if you hate somebody you're not going to invite them to your house or your party you know so right. it's like you know in right. some ways the producers are like making people interact and hoping that they get some sort of reaction of whatever it is that they want to get out of them yeah. yeah, right. That makes sense. But there is some like sense. questionable things that I've like. Uh, that seems like they're either fabricating a story or like making something out of nothing by piecing together different audio. Like I'm sure if you really wanted to like make this interview completely different, mm. you could chop it up in some sort of way. That's, that's interesting. So so it sounds like it's split between uh, like scenes where people are just interacting in reality. And then there's also some kind of like talking head segments where they like interview the women. Yeah. So essentially like there'll be scenes that'll play out and then, you know, they have what they call like confessionals where the, yes. the cast, I, I think they like film. And then at some point after filming or during filming, they start to do these confessional videos where they look back at footage and add some feedback. But they have to talk yeah, like it's right. like in the moment. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I've seen I've seen lots of shows do do stuff like that. Like I, I at least, and I I've uh, admitted on the podcast in the past have watched a, quite a bit of Survivor during the pandemic, and they they have scenes where like it's like clearly a different day because it's like not raining or it's like you know like it's just different, and then and they're like reacting to something that happened like previously as though it just happened yeah, to them it's, it's kind of bizarre uh, and with housewives it's kind of crazy they have this is how deep i got into it i i, I heard some interviews yeah. with some ex-housewives they talk about how they have like five outfits that they're approved to wear for these confessionals <laughs> and those yeah. five outfits are what they're going to have to wear throughout the entire season 
So they're shooting these confessionals on different days, but they have to wear the same outfit, do the same hair and makeup, and pretend that it's all happening on the same day. Right. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Wow. Um, dang. That makes you think about like what would what would my five outfits be? But, yeah. But anyway. Well, they 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 have the list and they they have to get approval of what they look like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is something new that I've discovered. I didn't realize that all their confessional and reunion looks are all approved. Like pre-planned, yeah. Like, like you can't just show up like, oh, I wanted to wear, you know, like Crocs today or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, it's like, it's probably coordinated across the whole cast. Oh, for and all sure. That stuff. Yeah. Um. So it sounds like you've done a little bit. You've listened to some podcasts about housewives. You maybe done some outside research. When you uh, when you talk to other people, how, how much of uh, you watching housewives is like an individual thing, like you just do with yourself, or maybe with Melissa, or how much of it is like you actually have like other fans you can talk to? My housewives community is very small. Um, I, I, I really <laughs> let people into that world because it's a, a slightly embarrassing. well you're letting you're letting all the listeners in now you're gonna the community is gonna grow after this um but honestly it's it's melissa and i watching it you know i'm like enjoying it she's like having a panic attack she's like these people are so mean to each other um yeah i think i have like a few co-workers here and there who are, are like into it but really you know i i watch it for myself i I don't really like go out and like try to find a community. I just, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's just like my thing. I was I was like laughing yeah. because like I looked at my Instagram feed and the explore page is just filled with like housewives crap and then like <laughs> amateur golf crap. So I'm like if someone were to see my Instagram, they know exactly what I'm about right now. <laughs> um so yeah, I- I guess uh, what what's been some like of the reaction when you do tell people that you watch Housewives? Is it like do you do you feel like it's embarrassing because of the reaction you're getting? Like other people making you feel like you should be embarrassed, or is it like you know that this show is like got some stuff in it that is like hard to get behind? I, I think um, I I think it's 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 pretty embarrassing. Just for the level of commitment I have, that's that's the sad part. Like, if I'm somewhere and, like, an episode that came out, I know it's supposed to be really, really good. There was some, like, crazy stuff that happened, and I'm with a group of people who, like, don't watch it or don't know anything about it. I'm like, yeah, hey, guys, um, we're not doing anything right now. Can we just throw this episode on? And, like, it'll be like that. And so, like, I'll, like, force, like, five people to watch an episode with me. And they're just like, this is the craziest, stupid stuff I've ever watched. And I'm like, yeah. No context. It's, it's good stuff, you know. <laughs> and I'm always trying to, like, sell them That's once amazing. I, like, get them in that trick bag. Um, yes. Yeah, on a previous episode, the whole focus of, like, uh, Karen and, and Chris was to try to get people to watch the show that like they only watch and like they can't convince anyone because it's like too too violent too obscure so like i i could see that being an uphill battle but i mean the biggest person it's, it's hard it's hard to be I won that, that battle with, with my mother-in-law like oh. salt lake city <laughs> came out and she like 
you know, this was during a pandemic and she would come over for dinner because she just like needed something to do. And I was like, well, we're yeah. going to watch this new episode if you're in. She's like, yeah. And then like a couple of days mm-hmm. later, she's like, whatever happened to such and such? I, I need to know. <laughs> some follow-ups. Yeah. So like, oh my God. when it's good, I think people get a little bit more invested. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like once once you get hooked, you know who the people are. You can like follow the the different conflict storylines. I could I could see uh, see people getting kind of hooked. Um, cool, man. Well, uh, I don't think you have anything to be embarrassed about. Everybody's got stuff that they're like super into, and that's sort of like the point of the podcast. You know, is like uncovering what that is. Right. <laughs> so uh, it's it's uh, it's true to you to to come on here and talk about housewives, even if uh, you know it might not might not be the thing that you're the most proud to be uh, obsessed with that's true i mean i can talk to hours to anyone <laughs> about this if they really wanted to have a deep conversation <laughs> hell yeah um so my last question before we get into our final segment is uh do you think that housewives has uh made you look at your own marriage relationship uh any differently you know or how often I guess do, are the husbands even involved? It is very interesting because I think it does in many ways because there are a lot yeah. of marriages that fall out and to divorce, and it's always about like communication or someone did some like you know like sneaky stuff with like business dealings and all their whole <laughs> world is just like falling apart. So I think it tells me what not mm-hmm. to do. So that helps me. Yeah. <laughs> Give you some guardrails. Yeah, I was like, you know, don't go take some loan out or take twenty five thousand dollars out of our savings account to like go start a business without telling your wife. You know, <laughs> like, 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 I'm like, who are these people? Why are they doing these things to each other? And how did you get into these relationships? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's revealing how much like some of those marriages might be focused on the money and, and not on the, uh, the communication and the love. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> kind of most, most, I would say Jersey is probably the only city that I guess it's not even a city. It's the state of Jersey. I don't know. It's the only one that's not like a city <laughs> in yeah. New Jersey. Right. That's kind of um, weird where the husbands are equally involved as the wives. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> so you get to see a lot um, of their relationships cool. play out a lot, but they're all still married. So mostly great. Yeah. yeah. That maybe that being on the show together helped. Yeah. It's like, I know I was put up to this by a producer and it's like, it's not, it's not going to affect us in the long run. Only one of them got divorced so far, but they also found love again. So, <laughs> that's an important yeah. that every every season's got to have some kind of uh redemption arc like exactly that. um awesome so uh before we move on to the last game is there anything else that you want to talk about related to housewives that you feel like the people don't understand that uh you know that you uh that you care about for yourself i think what people don't understand that it's a fairly misjudged franchise and i think what i truly see in it actually is more positive than negative in some weird way that 
Mm-hmm. I'm just witnessing these strong women be bold, be brave, be uh, sometimes authentic and like living in their truth and like going for what they want. And I think it's super refreshing to like not, you know, have them just like live in the house and be a housewife and cook and clean all day. Like, 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 no, we're here. We're loud. We still have opinions, all, all this, that, and the third. And I think in many ways they, they do have a, a leg to stand on and, no, really are making space for women to be bold and be outspoken and demand what they want. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that is cool. That's a good way to good way to uh, sort of wrap up our our discussion. That's uh, that's a definitely uh, probably not how a lot of people see oh, the show. One hundred percent not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Maybe cool. that will sell people more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> the $25,000 sunglasses episode sounds pretty they cool. They had diamonds in them. So. <laughs> that makes sense. I would hope so. All right. So uh, for our final segment, uh, we like to play a little bit of a game. So the game that I have decided to uh, play with you is related to the many, many Housewives spinoffs. So we didn't talk about this too much, but... The Real Housewives, when I was preparing for this episode, has like an uh, absurd number of spinoff franchises, series, that kind of thing. Which I'm before we jump in, have you watched many of the spinoffs? No. <laughs> okay, perfect. So I, that, that'll be better for the game. But I will tell you this: um, I have a hundred percent confidence that I will get a hundred percent on this game. And holy moly. <laughs> Uh, to share with you a little a little uh, story, I dragged Melissa out to Queens one day, and I was like, I was like, yeah. babe, there's there's this housewives trivia going on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's Sunday night. Let's just like go. It'll be fun. It'll be a hoot. Yeah, that's awesome. So we go, and she's like, she's like, Tony, oh my god, I can't believe you dragged me to this. This is literally the weirdest thing I've ever been at. It's it's me and her, and it was only, like, females and, like, gay guys. And, like, that's, yeah. that's all it was. And I think there were probably, like, I forget how many rounds, but I won. <laughs> <laughs> I came home no question. with uh, uh, a Brandy Glanville tote, which is a, was a Housewives of Beverly Hills. A picture, a framed <laughs> picture of Nene Leakes. A framed picture oh of Sonia Morgan, uh, a, <laughs> uh, a a greeting card of Lisa Rinna crying. It's just all these ridiculous things. Amazing. And Moses like, can you yeah, please just get this out of the apartment? Like, I don't want to look at this. <laughs> and so I'll just like like mess with her from time to time. And so she'll like come in the house, and I'll just have oh, there's Knuckles making his appearance. <laughs> and I'll have like the the pictures just like posted up on like I don't the credenza or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like switch them out. Yeah. <laughs> a little shrine. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay, that's a lot of confidence. I I gotta say, in uh, my experience, so Rachel knows like everything about Korean dramas, but 
in her case the knowledge actually played against mm. her so so let's uh let's see how it goes there's obviously zero consequence to getting these right or wrong but for uh for pride as tony the trivia champion uh, so, uh, yes <laughs> as a reminder these are uh names of spinoffs from housewives and you have to guess if they're real or not and i can give you like a Actually, I, I really can't give you any explanation about what these are about. You can just give me the names, <laughs> and I'll know exactly what they are. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right, great. Number one, Boys to Manzo. Real Housewives or Fake House Lies? Ooh, I think that is Fake House Lies. There was a Manzo... No, actually, the boys... There was a show about the sons, Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Boys to Manzo. I'll, I'll say yes. Real Housewives. Correct. That was a close yeah. one. I, for, I forgot so, about So them. do you... Yes. <laughs> I don't know when this is from. It's from New Jersey. <laughs> so, Caroline has two sons, Albie and Chris. Uh, cor- yes. Okay. You know everything about it. <laughs> I, I, I think they <laughs> were like fan favorites. So they like... It just followed them throughout New Jersey, like opening up a pizza shop or something. <laughs> <laughs> so it's probably only one season. One season wonder, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. One for one, a harrowing start, but here we go. Uh, Vanderpump up the jam. No. <laughs> we have Vanderpump rules, uh, so I'll say fake housewives. Uh, that is correct. So, so what is who is Vanderpump? Like, what is this referring to? So, Lisa Vanderpump was a Beverly Hills housewives. She was like a restaurant restaurant who also is kind of like a producer. So, she created okay. her own franchise called Vanderpump Rules, where it's like her restaurant and their staff on a TV show. There are a lot of people okay. who watch Vanderpump Rules that don't watch Housewives, but are diehard Vanderpump Rules. Interesting. Interesting. Because it's more of like a, a cooking show almost. No, it's not a cooking show at all. It, it's okay. an ensemble <laughs> cast of people around our age being train wrecks, and they all are like wannabe <laughs> actors, but have like restaurant like waiting jobs while they try to like find gigs. Yeah. So like this is their gig now, and it's, you know... Yeah. Sex, drugs, and alcohol. <laughs> Vanderpump Rules is like a, a siren call if you're an actor. Like, oh, this is going to get me straight into Hollywood. Exactly. It's like, oh, man. And that show, those <laughs> you're supposed to hate all those people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got it. All right, two for two. We're, doing, we're looking good. Um, okay, Blood, Sweat, and Heels. That is a show. I don't think it... It's not a Housewives spinoff. Oh, my God. You're too good at this. Uh, that is correct. That is another show on Bravo that I found, but it is not related to Housewives. Do you know anything about this show? I can't believe you do. <laughs> I did watch it just because it... I think it was Bravo's answer to showing diverse women in New York City because it was Got about it. like black women in New York navigating the business world. Okay. One it. of them died. That's yeah. It. I might have been cancer or something, and then two of them got into a brutal fight, and I think the whole show oh fell God. apart. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> well, I uh, sorry for bringing it up. <laughs> it was it was a tough moment. Uh, okay, 
Um, <coughs> so, okay, the next one is I Dream of Nini, The Wedding. That's Real Housewives. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, do you know what this spinoff was about? Yeah, so she was on Atlanta, got a divorce... And then her and her husband re- reconciled, and then they had to spin off yeah. of them getting married again. God, <laughs> man, this <laughs> this feels a little manufactured. No, no divorce, no spinoff marriage series that probably raked in plenty of money. They're back together. But they're back. Yeah. <laughs> they almost went into another divorce, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, this is the last one. The Real Housewives of Nairobi, Kenya. Is this a real thing or no? Nairobi. I know there is Joburg. I'm trying to... I, I want to say yes. But honestly, the international ones I'm not too familiar with. I'll go with Yes. Yes, you're yeah. correct. Your intuition is too <laughs> too direct. This is not released yet, but if you're like, oh, I want to get into Real Housewives, but I'm waiting for like a new season, I think the next season to come out is going to be Nairobi, Nairobi. apparently. Oh, really? Well, maybe not the next season, but the next like new city, oh. if that makes sense. Yeah, based on a very little amount of research I did. So if, if I'm wrong, you can uh, email it's me. It's very hard to listeners. watch the international ones because it doesn't come on in our channel. Mm-hmm. So like you really have to like... <laughs> Go get a VPN. Get a VPN. <laughs> you might dive something. deep. Something. But also it's just like, it's kind of funny because like I feel like I'm less involved in the interpersonal relationships and mostly just like laughing up with all the accents, which is kind of like immature of me, but it's just... <laughs> I'm like, do these people really sound like that? Yeah, or is it just the, <laughs> just the housewives? Yeah. Like, like, are they just like playing these fake voices? I can't really tell. <laughs> so, have you watched any of the international? The only one I, wa- I think I watched two. The one I watched mm-hmm. a full season of is Auckland, right? Oh wow, <laughs> yeah, New Zealand. Which I think was canceled after one season because. <laughs> they were ahead of the curve and had an integrated uh, cast. I think one of the white cast called the black cast the N word. <laughs> it's sort of just like on the show. They they didn't air it, but you sort oh, of God. saw okay. the aftermath of it all. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe no more seasons for Auckland on that one. Yeah. <laughs> they 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 were done after that. Uh, uh, well, Tony, you uh, delivered on your promise and got five out of five. I don't think anybody can question your authority on Housewives. Uh, if anybody listening gets into it, I'm sure uh, they'll talk to you, reach out. Uh, we'll put you in touch with Tony to, uh, to discuss, direct you to all the best uh, best seasons. Yeah, I, 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 I know good, good entry job. points. Like, if you give me your personality, I can mm. take your personality test. I'm like, this is what you need to watch, and you'll probably get it. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, what more could you ask for than that? Honestly, right. um, amazing. You did great uh, on the on the housewives or house lies. Um, that's it. Before we head out, is there uh, anything that you'd like to tell the people, point the people to, promote, uh, anything like that? 
you know, I don't have anything to promote myself. Um, I'll be a good brother, promote my sister. You know, she sells real estate in the DMV. Um, I think also Pennsylvania. So if you wanted to hit her up on Instagram, I think it's L Washington, like L as in Larry Washington, like the president, uh, real mm-hmm. estate. Um, so you could do that. Um, and then also a really close friend of mine has a new online news show. So NBC News Now. So if you watch that at midday, you can check my friend out, Morgan Rafford. Um, I know she would love some new followers and viewers. So if you're looking for some new news, uh, you know, it's a digital age. You don't need to watch it on TV. You can download the app. Check that out as well. Uh, Sweet. I think that's about it. You know, there. I think a lot of people have things coming out. And if you follow me on, like, Instagram, Certified Bay, <laughs> which my my Instagram handle was me being annoyed when Beyonce started going as Bay because I was like, oh, I'm true. the original Bay. Like, that's what people know me <laughs> as. So I can't get a certified account from Twitter. So I just wrote it in my handle. <laughs> Yeah, this is the real certification. It's like you had to claim your domain. Claim my domain, but that's about it. Amazing. That's that's great. I'll I'll leave some uh, some links to all that stuff in the description. Uh, Tony, thank you so much for for coming on. Uh, really really great conversation about housewives, and uh, yeah, hope to talk to you again soon. This will be great. Thanks, Kevin. listening to unless you ask and thank you to my guest tony for coming on this episode unless you ask is produced by bread people productions you can check out everything that bread people are working on over at breadpeopleproductions.com if you would like to be a guest on unless you ask please email me at unless at gmail.com that's unless yapod at gmail.com that's it uh, and for making it all the way to the end of the episode my nobody asked this week is that in high school, I used to play hearts almost every day. 